Greetings, friend, and welcome to the Between the Covers podcast, where we are working every day to remove the self-limiting beliefs that are preventing us from becoming the heroes of our own stories. I'm Marcus Spar, and just a quick reminder, if you have benefited from any of the work that I've been doing here on the podcast, I would greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and a review, especially on Apple Podcast. Today, I want to talk about resolutions. Here we are, it's getting toward the end of 2023, and we are preparing for what the next year is going to look like. For a lot of us, at least here in the United States, it tends to bring about this routine of coming up with a New Year's resolution. What is one or multiple things that I am trying to change about myself and my life that is going to be an improvement from this year going into the next year? A lot of us will focus on things like getting more exercise or losing weight or eating better. Some resolutions can even be starting a new hobby. It can be getting rid of an addiction like wanting to drink less, wanting to quit smoking, things like that. While we are talking about resolutions, one thing that I really want to stress is I'm not saying you have to set resolutions. Honestly, I'm one of those people that will jokingly say that my New Year's resolution is not to have a New Year's resolution. The reason why is because a lot of times these aren't the healthiest things for us to do. And if we're trying to make change to ourselves, to our bodies, to our minds, and we're only giving ourselves a small time frame of a year, a lot of cases we're going to set ourselves up for disappointment. I want to talk about this here because resolutions don't really work. I'll just come out and say it. Resolutions do not really work. There are a lot of reasons why. Before we get into that, I would like to share some statistics with you. Back in 2020, the New York Post released an article stating that they had found the day that most people give up on their resolutions. And that is the 1st of February. Most of us aren't even making it longer than a month of trying to change ourselves. According to another source that I found online, 87% of people said that they were confident that they were going to be able to maintain their New Year's resolutions. Yet of those 87%, there was only, what's the source here say? 22% of people stuck with their resolution after February, or I should say after January. By February, only 22% of people actually continued on with their New Year's resolution. And on top of that, 54% said they mostly stuck with them. So there was some shifting that was taking place on what their focus for their resolutions were. And another source said, that 23% of people quit their New Year's resolutions within the first week, and 36% quit after the first month. That's not very high odds 
of success for something that we're trying to do to change our lives. And on this same source here, it's called Inside Out Mastery. 9% of people successfully keep their New Year's resolutions. That's, that's not a good number. 9% is not a very high number for us trying to do something that is ultimately trying to improve ourselves. And there are some pretty distinct reasons why this is happening. One of the main reasons is the resolutions that we set for ourselves are too grand. They're too big. It is setting ourselves up for failure from the very beginning. A great example of this is if someone has the resolution that they want to lose weight. That can be through trying to eat better or what I'll focus on here is exercise. Someone joins a gym and they're like, you know what? I'm going to go work out every single day in order to get myself healthier. And that may sound like a really good thing to do, which it's honestly not. What is happening here is these people who are making these grand plans of working out every single day, they haven't really taken a look at what their habits currently are. And that's a problem. If you have a habit right now of exercising none, if you don't exercise at all during a week, going from none to every single day, you're setting yourself up for failure, my friend. It's not a good thing. We will burn out and lose our motivation so quickly when we hit that wall of failure. We might not have really taken a whole lot of thought into what was gonna be required for us to achieve this goal. I don't know about you, but growing up, we typically came up with what our New Year's resolutions were on New Year's Eve. I didn't put a whole lot of thought into what I wanted to do and how I was going to get there. And that's one of the main pitfalls that we run into is we set unrealistic goals for ourselves. And most people, if that is the kind of goal that they have, they're going to drop it really quick as soon as they discover, oh, I actually can't do this. Oh, I may as well not even try. Does that sound familiar at all? Oh, I can't tell you how many resolutions I've had where that has been my mindset. I have given up and instead of trying to adjust my goal, I just give up because you know what? Yeah, at least I'm comfortable where I'm at. Tying into this reason of having unrealistic goals is our expectations of what it's actually going to take. A great example of this for me personally is I'm getting older. I don't bounce back like I used to. In fact, I swear now whenever I get a bruise or I get like some kind of cut or something like that, it just seems like it takes forever for it to heal compared to what I'm used to. I'm still expecting my body to respond to 
this damage as if I was a teenager or in my 20s. I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm almost out of my 30s at this point. My body just does not recover as quickly as it used to. So I can't tell my body, hey, go faster. I need to tell myself, time to change your expectations. When we are trying to make these life changes, one of the things that is important for us to do is to have appropriate expectations for the ultimate end goal and the process. One of the things that was very common for me growing up, and I saw this in family members and friends all the time, is going with the typical resolution of trying to get healthier is to eat healthier. And so people will cling on to some fat diet in the hopes that that will help them to lose weight. And one of the things that they don't realize is happening is they're not giving themselves everything that they need because everyone's body is different. You can't take one diet that works for, I mean, this is sad, diets only work for like 2% of the population. You can't take one diet and expect that to work for everyone, for every body type, for every genetic indicator that's going to be impacting our bodies. That's just impossible. So while we are trying to make these changes to improve ourselves, it's going to be important that we're putting everything into consideration. We're putting in appropriate expectations for time, for what is the end goal. I, I'm not someone who's really going to get below like 150 pounds. I don't see that happening. But if I could reasonably get myself to like 180, I'd probably be fine with that. That would probably be a healthy weight for me. Maybe 200 is a healthy weight for me. I don't know. I haven't been at a healthy weight since I was, what, five years old? Kind of hard for me to know what is healthy. And I'm not going to use some standard that doesn't put my unique identity into consideration for what I should be doing and how I should be. If you do plan on setting a New Year's resolution or maybe a couple of New Year's resolutions, make sure that your goals, that the actual resolutions themselves is or are something that's achievable, that you actually can achieve it and set your expectations appropriately. You will want to take the time to ease in to what you're trying to do. Our bodies and our brains are naturally going to resist this change because we're trying to move towards something that is maybe new. We're trying to move towards something that's outside of what is normal, what is comfortable for us. Our brains love things being efficient and trying to establish new habits and create these new patterns is not efficient at all. 
if we are setting ourselves these goals and the change we're trying to do is too quick and too drastic, our brain will naturally say, nope, we're not doing that. That is too difficult. It's going to cost us too much. There's no way we're going to be able to do that. And we will find ourselves being in that, the, what was it, the 22, 23% of people who give up on their resolutions within the first week or the 34% of people who give it up by the end of the first month. If you have those first two parts of a resolution intact, that the goals are achievable and your expectations are appropriate, then the next thing that I would suggest is make sure that you're being gracious with yourself because you might need to change these in order for you to achieve them. Say that your goal is to hit a certain weight by the end of the year. Well, what if that doesn't happen? Might not have been reasonable, but if you actually had some improvement in that area, then that would be a win. Just because it didn't fall within the time frame that you had established doesn't necessarily mean that it failed. Maybe there were things that came up over the year that you just could not even anticipate. Let's take all of that and put it into consideration here. When we're trying to improve ourselves, it's not a pass-fail. Again, I tell my clients all the time, we are not looking for perfection. We're looking for progress. How are you taking steps in a week or in a month or in a quarter towards these goals that you're trying to accomplish? And one other thing is don't do this alone. We oftentimes have this belief that we can handle all of this alone, yet if we're by ourselves, oftentimes we're going to burn out. We're going to lose steam so quickly. There's only so far that our willpower can take us. And yet if we have others who are supporting us, then that is ultimately going to help us get further along so long as there's not any kind of shame or guilt that's taking place. Well, maybe guilt. Guilt can be a healthy thing. Guilt can tell you that there's something that you did that was wrong, but we want to avoid the area of shame where it says there's something wrong with me, that I'm the problem, that there is some innate flaw inside of me. That's what we want to avoid. So having others who can support you, others who can cheer you on, offer you affirmations, and just help you to find the success that you're looking for, that's going to take you much further than if you try and do this all by yourself. One of the most important things that we could ever do for ourselves if we are trying to do some kind of self-improvement is if we do not make it where we are trying to get to. We often fall into a mindset of, I guess it just didn't work. Yet, in a lot of cases, 
we don't take the time to explore what got in the way. Was it a self-limiting belief? Was it some outside influence that we had no control over? Maybe we experienced something that couldn't even be predicted when we were making these plans. What if someone sets a goal of trying to get healthier and something happens and say they're in a car accident or something happens and they're hospitalized and they have to go through this process of recovery, of rehabilitation. What if they're having to be more sedentary than they ever thought just because there was something that came up that they couldn't predict? What if someone has the goal of trying to build up a savings account? That might be a good thing to plan. In fact, it very much is a good thing to plan. But what happens if there is a downturn in the economy that they couldn't predict? What if they lost their job? What if they have to get two jobs in order to make ends meet? Well, now they're just making ends meet. They're not really putting that much away into savings. And if that's what's happening, then that's one of those moments where I would highly encourage you to take a look and adjust your goals. Over this last year, this has been a conversation that Libby and I have had over and over again. While we were looking at how 2023 was going to look, one of the things that we did not anticipate, nor do I think or even believe we could anticipate, was the mental health crisis that we ran into. And it has taken a lot of time and energy over this entire year to work through this. We have had to spend more money on medical expenses, especially with therapy and meeting with some specialists. Meeting with a specialist is not an inexpensive experience. And at the same time, we're not looking at what happened and what took place over 2023, especially around our financial status. We're not looking at it and saying it was a failure. In fact, one of the things I've had to remind Libby a lot of is that she is worth the cost. She is worth however much it's going to take for us to get her mental health in a more secure and thriving place. You really can't put too high of a price on our own mental health. I'm sure there are some extreme examples where that's possible, but I honestly can't think of any right now. And while she had some very specific goals of where she wanted us to be financially by the end of this year, didn't happen. We're, we're not in that place. And that is okay. Something came up that is going to take us a lot of work and time to get through. And in the end, it doesn't really matter where we are with our bank account. What matters is that we are thriving and we are healthy physically, mentally, and emotionally as we're working through all of this. 
to me, that's what's important. And honestly, that's part of the reason why I don't personally do New Year's resolutions anymore. Because I'm not looking at just the end of a year into the next year and being, what do I need to change? This is a mindset I have throughout the entire year. This is something that I'm constantly moving toward. There are things that come up that I wouldn't have anticipated. It's like, oh, well, there's something else I need to work on. And then I make the plan then. How am I going to work on it? What's it going to look like? What are reasonable goals? What's a healthy and reasonable expectation to achieving said goal? As we wrap this episode up, I just want to say if you are one of those who plans on coming up with a New Year's resolution or a couple of New Year's resolutions, give yourself the opportunity to succeed in these resolutions. Don't give yourself too much to work on. Some people gave up their resolutions because they had too many things that they were focusing on. Again, our brains are going to resist that. Our bodies are going to resist it because we are trying to achieve an equilibrium of homeostasis, which is kind of like balance. It's also what is familiar and comfortable, which is why when so many of us are given the opportunity of doing something we should do and something that we want to do, yeah, most of us are going to choose what we want to do because what we should do is often uncomfortable and we don't want to do that. So don't give yourself too much. Give yourself reasonable goals that you can achieve. Set the appropriate expectations of the time that it's going to take you to get there. And also that there might be things that come up that are unexpected and you need to adjust either your goal or the timeline that you're trying to achieve it and give yourself some support as you're going through this. Have others who can help you out. Have others who maybe need to give you a kick in the pants when you need it. Give others the opportunity to inspire you to be greater than you are right now. I hope this was enlightening and whether you choose to pursue a new year's resolution or if you're like me and it's like nope i'm not even going to bother with this kind of thing just know that there is no judgment here the only thing that i'm trying to do is create a space for us to thrive and grow and become the people that we were ultimately meant to be if a resolution is going to help you become your best then Go for it. If it's something that's actually been more of a hindrance for you, then it's not a tool that's going to work. And that's okay. There is no judgment here. I hope that you guys have a wonderful New Year's. And I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen in 2024. And until next time, live strong for today. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like what you're hearing and you're interested in working with me, there is a link to my website in the show notes and also a link just to schedule a free 50-minute one-on-one call with me. Let's get the conversation started. Also, please rate and review this podcast so more people are able to find it. 
Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon.